Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Blessed Claire of Rimini. My name is Father Aristides. Rimini is my home and my parish. I know this Italian village. I know the people down there along the coast. I know these houses up here on the hill. I know that house in particular, the big one up there. It's darkened now and quiet, but once it hummed with life. I remember one night on a visit there... Oh, we don't see enough of you, Father. My wife was complaining only this afternoon. How is Signora Chiarello tonight? Oh, not well at all. That's why I hate to leave. Must you go again? Uh, does anyone have a choice in war? But so soon. I'm counting on you, Father, to look after my ladies. You'll say for Claire's wedding, of course. Well, I hope I can. Signor, she's depending on you. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid Claire depends on nobody but Claire. That's a strange thing for a father to say about his daughter. Oh, nonsense. We're all independent. Claire's no exception. Father Aristides, how nice to see you. Claire. Now, Papa, you've been telling stories about me. Of course I have. What has he told you, Father? Oh, nothing that will change my opinion of you, Claire. Well, I'll leave you two now. Oh, Father, be sure to drop by and say goodnight to my wife as you leave. I will, Signor Chiarello. Now, what did Papa tell you about me? Oh, he was joking. <laughs> Papa never jokes. Well, I happened to mention that you were depending on him to be here for your wedding. He said you depended on nobody but yourself. I see. Well, he didn't mean it. But he did, Father. When I was a child, Papa was never here. He was off somewhere fighting these eternal wars. He didn't have to go. But that's where his heart lies. No, Claire. It's true. Oh, you mustn't speak that way. Because he's my father? For one reason, yes. It isn't that. I think I love him because he's an irresponsible child, always playing at war. But depend on him, never. 
He said you depended on nobody but yourself. I don't. That isn't possible. Well, only beggars depend on others. Oh, then we're all beggars. But who must we depend on? On God. Father, you know I mean people. Well, all right, then. You depend on the fine young man you're going to marry. Louis? Of course. Oh, Father. Claire. Depend on Louis? My father, he's very much like Papa. You'll be going off to fight and leaving me. Now, just a minute, young lady. Do you want me to be like Mama? Forever pining away, begging for affection? I hardly know what to say. Father, if you depend, you're not free. And if you don't, you're not married. But you are. It's the basis of marriage, of love. It isn't. If you love, you can't help but depend. Oh, you don't know me, Father. You don't know me at all. These were turbulent times. The seeds of discord were sown by two families. The Ansid Bays, which claimed the loyalty of Claire's family, and the Gambakaris. What started the fighting? I don't think anyone could remember. But over the years, hatred had fed upon hatred until it became contagious. And in such times as these, Claire married her Louis. Louis bore arms for the Ansi Bays. And soon after, when the tide of war flowed close to Rimini, he was called to battle. Anxious days and nights for Claire. Father! Claire! Let me in! Claire! What in heaven's name brings Father, you in? Father, it's Louis. Come with me. What's happened? There's no time. I'll tell you on the way. I have a carriage outside. Hurry, Father! to the river as quickly as possible. Is he hurt, Beth? I don't know. Oh, Father, I'm frightened. Well, now, keep control of yourself. Don't let go now. I'll be all right. Tell me everything. Tonight, a fisherman came to the house. He had a message from Louis. He was wounded, but managed to reach the river. The fisherman found him there, took him across. Why didn't he take him to the house? He was afraid. He says that some of the Gambakari troops are on this side of the river already. No. He swears he saw them. He didn't want to be caught helping an Ansidei officer. Where did he leave, Louis? There's a shack down where the fisherman keeps his boat. Now, it's not far from the road. Yes, I think I know it. Hurry, Father. He'll be all right, He's Claire. He's got to be. He's got to be. Now, steady. I love him so, Father. Remember the night we spoke about depending? Yes. You were right. I knew. You do come to depend. If anything happens now... Be quiet. Whoa. What is it? Out there, out the river... Lights. Yes. They're boats. It's Gambakari. They're coming across. No, the lights are going the other way. And they were on this side. Yes. Then they'd have gone right, right past the shack. Louis! Claire, wait. Hurry. Claire! Louis! We ran through the darkness. But I think both of us knew before we reached the shack. The Gambakari soldiers had gotten there first. A new vengeance had been born in blood. I can never thank you enough, Father, for staying with her last. I don't think she knew I was there after we reached the shack. 
terrible thing. He was so young. Louis is beyond our care, senor. What are you going to do for that girl upstairs? Well, it's terrible for her, too, but she's young, in time. For an ordinary girl, yes. I don't know about Claire. She'll recover quicker than most. There are things you don't know about your daughter, senor. I know she hasn't shed a teardrop since it happened. You know why, if you'd take the trouble to learn. Father, you're upset. More than you know. That girl needs help, senor. She needs a change, and she'll have it. I'm sending her away. No. She's going tonight. Senor Carallo, wait. Sending her away now is the worst thing. What she needs is help from you who love her. She needs it now, senor. You you can't send her away. I've no choice. The Gumbacaria camp just across the river. She'll be all right, father. Claire will have her mother with her. Where are you sending her? To Rainio. Where else? No. Well, there's nowhere else. Senor, I beg of I you. I know it isn't a convent, but where else can they go? This is war, Father. You can't send a young girl into that hole. Well, it's the place I choose, but she'll be safe there. Safe? Do you know the things that are going on there? Yes, yes, of course. I've seen wars before. I've known places where the refugees must go. I know what happens to people when they're uprooted, even decent people. Sometimes they lose their values. They try to forget about war and the life they once led. And you would send your daughter there? It will be different with Claire. We'll have her mother and I have good friends there. She'll come in contact only with the nobility. And they are any different in Reno? Do you want them to stay here and be killed? Father, I know you mean well. But there is no place else. Now, I'll ask you not to mention it in front of my wife. Please, Father, she isn't well. Thank you for coming again, Father. I'm sorry. You must leave, Signora Chiarello. You will write us in Regno. Of course. Father, speak to Claire. She has me worried. Hurry, Claire. I'm all ready. Goodbye, Father. I'll be waiting in the carriage, Claire. All right. Did you want to speak to me, Father? Claire, how are you feeling? I'm all right. But we must hurry. Claire... I know you can't believe this now, but someday... Stop it. Claire. I listened to you before. I'm not blaming you, not... not really. It was my own fault. I let it happen. It wasn't a mistake, Whatever Claire. it was, it won't happen again. Hurry, Claire. Goodbye, Father. I will pray for you. Pray for those who need it, Father. I'm coming, Papa. was so young, but her eyes were dry and very old. In the ebb and flow of battle, I lost track of Claire. Count Ancide and his supporters were hard-pressed by the Gambacari's superior forces. Rimini was in constant jeopardy. At times, in the months ahead, fighting erupted in the streets. And at last, word came that the Gambacari had pulled back to remobilize on the banks of the Aousa River for the final assault. In these tense days of waiting, I received a visitor. Forgive me for breaking in on you, Father. I, I had nowhere else to turn. Well, how can I help you, Signor Chiarello? My wife is ill. Seriously ill in Reno. And you cannot go to her? You know what the situation is here. Is there no way? Can't desert the others. Oh, God, if I could only go to her. Yes, I believe you would. I haven't been good to her. I always thought I'd make it up when there was more time. 
Now time is running out. You want me to go in your place? Please. Of course I will go. Thank you. Thank you, Father. But don't tell her how it is here in Rimini. How bad is it? We can count the days of our lives on the fingers of one hand. Well, count not your days, surrender. Never. All my life this has been a game. Now I see it only as a brutal nightmare. And all I want is my wife and family. Isn't it strange? Yes, senor. I have a horse and carriage waiting for you outside. No, I will leave at once. Yes, please. When I left, Signor Carello was standing in the road, waving. A pathetic figure of loneliness, growing smaller in the distance. I found Reno crowded with the backwash of war. It was the haven of the wealthy, whose homes had become part of the battleground. It was a city that never slept, where thoughts of war were driven away by constant preoccupation with frivolities. I found the Signora Chiarello at the home of friends. She was very weak. You were very kind to come, Father. Now, don't you tire yourself. It doesn't matter anymore. Now, now. I've lived my life. I won't be missed. Signora, what a thing to say. They, they pitied me, Father. Both of them. Because I needed them. And they needed no one. Now, you are wrong, Signora. Your husband has changed. No. Really, Signora, he has changed. I cannot believe it. He needs you now. Too late. No. But, Father, Father, you've got to help Claire. Make her understand as we do. There's no real happiness without real need. Yes, Signora. My poor Claire. Always searching. For what? Who knows? She hasn't found it. We should never have come here, Father. It was too much for one so young and attractive. Where is Claire? Out on an errand. Oh, she doesn't neglect me. Far from it. But she shuts her heart to everyone. Now, Signora, don't, yes. don't talk too much. Help her. Help her, Father. I will. You sleep now. Someone must help her. Before it's too late. A week after my arrival, the Signora Chiarello lapsed into a coma from which she never awakened. I saw little of Claire during my stay in Reno. I think she avoided me, though she had been polite when we happened to meet. After the funeral, I looked for her. You made Mother very happy, Father. I'm glad you came. I think she was happy at the end. Except that your father couldn't be here. Claire, what are you going to do now? Do? 
I'll stay here, of course. Do you want to stay? Do you want me to go back and carry my father's sword? Rainio isn't the only safe place. It's the only place that I want to be. I'll take you wherever you wish to go. There's nothing you can do for me. Thank you for coming, Father. Goodbye. All right. But will you do me a favor? What? Promise me you'll go to church and pray? All right. If you'll only go. Tomorrow morning? Yes. I'm leaving after Mass tomorrow. If you change your mind... Goodbye, Father. That night I fought despair. That night I was haunted by the specter of an immortal soul slipping through my fingers. I saw Claire in church the next morning. I was tempted to speak with her again, but something kept me away. Something about the way she knelt there. So intense and along with her thoughts. Later that morning, as I was ready to leave Reno. Father? Father, wait! Thank God. Oh, I was afraid you'd gone. Father, I'm going with you. Wherever you wish, Claire. To Rimini. No, no, it's too dangerous. I want to go home, Father. Well, there may be fighting. Will you take me? How long before you're ready? I've got everything I need with me. Here. Give me your hand. Oh, oh thank you. Ready? Yes. Hurry. Claire had changed. On the journey back to Rimini, she was quiet and thoughtful. But when at last I turned the carriage up the familiar hill road toward her father's home, she showed positive signs of eagerness. Papa be home, do you think? We'll know very soon now. I hope so. How quiet everything is. Mm, it is quiet, isn't it? Look. How odd. No one's working in the fields. Oh, Father, we haven't seen anyone for hours. Now, steady. There must be a reason. They were getting ready for battle when I left. I'm frightened, Father. We'll be at the house in a minute. We'll know everything just as soon as we make this bend. There. There's the house now. How still it is. Well, everybody's probably inside. Why, there aren't even any stable boys. They can't all have disappeared. I'll call. Hello! It's no use, Father. Something terrible has happened. No. Papa's dead. Stop that. We'll go back down to Rimini. Somebody will be able to explain all this. Wait. Father, listen. A horse coming this way. There, across the field. A rider. Can you make out who it is? No. But it, it looks oh, like... Let it be Papa. Please, please let it be Papa. Claire, yes. No. It... Not Papa. It's my uncle. Come to tell us Papa's dead. were for you. Poor Papa. Father, he received your message that the Signora had died. 
just before the battle began. I'd always thought my brother... Forgive me, Claire. A cold man. But... What happened in the battle, senor? It was a slaughter. The Gambacari were too many for us. Those of us who survived were disarmed and herded together. Oh, but I shouldn't. Go on, go on. I want to know. What happened to Papa? He was wounded, but not fatally. He would have lived. What happened, then? He was one of the leaders condemned by the Gambacari. Condemned? To death on the scaffold. Papa! When did this happen, senor? This morning. Now the war was over. The troops of the Gambacari had gone back to their homes. The power of the Ansidei had been broken with the execution of the leaders. The others had been freed. Peace once more had come to Rimini. But there was no peace in Claire's world. How we fool ourselves, Father. We fool ourselves into believing anything. Hold fast, Claire. What better way to learn you need so many people than by having them taken away? Even Papa found that out too late. It isn't too late for you. I found that out for myself this morning. That's when I decided to leave Regno. I thought I'd still have Papa. I'm sorry. This morning, Father, when I knelt and prayed, I realized the life that I led and I asked myself why. Because you'd been hurt? Afraid you'd be hurt again if you ever let yourself need anyone? Oh, if that were all. But what impudence to think yourself sufficient. I know your reward is loneliness. Terrifying loneliness. We were never meant to be alone. And what arrogance to think yourself sufficient when you depend on God for the very air you breathe. Claire, what will you do now? I don't know. I know what I won't do. I won't try shutting myself off again. I saw Claire as often as I could in the days ahead. Her uncle, by custom, came into the Chiarello titles and estate, and Claire was welcomed into his family. But I don't think she was really happy again till after she'd had a visit from a nun who said she had known Claire's mother. What a lovely woman your mother was. Thank you, sister. And so kind. She told me to come to her if we ever needed anything. A lot of people say that without meaning it, but your mother meant it. Yes, mother meant it. There never was anything until the fighting. What do you need, sister? A convent. A convent? Oh, I don't really expect a convent. I mean, we have no place to stay. Ours was destroyed in the fighting. How terrible. Oh, we've been managing. People are so nice. Especially when we tell them that under our rules, sisters may own nothing themselves. But what order are you, sister? We're the poor Clares. Poor Clares? Poor because we may own nothing. Clare because we were founded by St. Clare. Oh, well, my name is Clare. How oh, wonderful. St. Clare knew St. Francis, and she founded the poor Clares on his advice. 
We're of the second order of St. Francis. Oh, how well I remember Mama telling me the stories of St. Francis when I was little. How he gave up all of his worldly possessions and wanted nothing but to preach the word of God. We live by the Franciscan ideal. It means that we're given the freedom of the children of God because we no longer are dependent upon ourselves or others, but place all our trust in the loving providence of God. How strange that you should come to me. Strange. Sister, once I thought that to be free, you must depend on no one. It took me a long time to learn that we all depend on God's providence and man's goodwill, whether we know it or not, and whether we want to or not. And the wonderful paradox, when we consciously accept our dependence on God and man, then we become free, and then we win spiritual liberty. I think that's something we all learn, slowly. Sister, I think there should be a convent here on Rimini. And I think there will be. In time, Claire joined the Third Order of St. Francis. And after a long, a holy, and a happy life, she died in Rimini, February 10th, 1346. She was declared blessed in 1784 by Pope Pius VI. I want to thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, Learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. <laughs>